off and the clock has started. Here we go. Welcome to episode 110 of 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Was that exciting for you? Welcome to uh, 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. My name is Doug Prezak, and uh, welcome to February. That's right. Uh, and did you know this? The birthstone for February is amethyst. Now, I have no idea what the uh, rest of the birthstones are for the other months, but I do know February, and that's because my executive producer was born in February. And I might have mentioned this earlier, I, I don't know, but uh, not only was she born in February, she's also born on February 29th. Yep, uh, leap day. She's a leap day baby. Uh, that means every four years I need to come up with something really big. And, um, you know, this year is 2023 <laughs> in Crikey's. That means next year is leap year, and uh, I need to come up with something big. I got 13 months to figure that out, so <laughs> I'll keep you posted at what I come up with. <laughs> Don't tell her. And speaking of saying hello, uh, a couple of new names popped up on my locations list. Norman, Oklahoma, and Brees, Illinois, and Centerville, Virginia. You know, on my last report, actually, Centerville, Virginia was on there, but it showed one download, which is fine. I, I appreciate that. But today it shows 35. Keep up the great work, Centerville. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are doing out there, but I appreciate it. But let's see, that's 35 down and only 75 more to go. Then you'll be all caught up with uh, all 110 episodes. <laughs> now, here's something I don't talk about very often. Are you ready? It's comments from you all. Outside of my friends from uh, Chile and uh, Washington, D.C. and California, I don't hear from any of you. Have I offended you? Is that possible? I'd, I'd love to hear from you, you know, comments about the show, things like you suck or how did anyone on earth ever leave you a microphone? <laughs> comments like that. Or maybe, just maybe I'm saying, maybe you like wasting your 20 minutes of time with me. So if you want to say hi or anything like that, just email me, would you? You ready? Write this down, then commit it to memory, then crumple it up and then throw it away because we don't want any paper trails out there. Email me at Doug. D-O-U-G, because, you know, that's my name. And then that at symbol, and it's 20minutespodcast.com. It's the number 20, and the words minutespodcast.com, all squished together, all one big thing. Um, I, I can't wait to get some email from you. Maybe somebody from Iceland would email me. That would be really cool, wouldn't it? All right, I have wasted enough of your time, so what do you say we get on with the show? If you follow this podcast on that uh, Instagram machine thing, you saw my tease for this episode that said 50% off. <laughs> now, I, I posted that because at the time I had no idea what I was going to ramble on about. I figured the best you were going to get out of me was maybe 10 minutes, you know, half off. But uh, some of you clicked on that and gave it a thumbs up or a heart thing saying you like that post. So I looked at the uh, likes and I thought, oh man, I really need to figure out something. What can I talk about for at least 10 minutes? Then I looked again at the post and said to myself, hey, that looks like a coupon of sorts. Uh-oh. That's right. You all have done this at some time. Don't deny it. You've used a coupon. I am a uh, self-described infrequent couponer. <laughs> I've used one before. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not ashamed about it. I, but I have heard about people who are uh, super couponers or extreme couponers or something. I don't know. They roll into a store with a, you know, a file cabinet of wheels full of coupons. I was behind one woman at a very large store whose name rhymes with Malmart. 
Did you figure it out? <laughs> she actually had a, a yellow legal pad with a, a written list of all the coupons she was going to be using. She read one off and then she checked it off the list and then she reached into a, a file folder and handed the clerk the coupon. Yeah, I, I really know how to pick the best lines, don't I? She stood there for, I, I swear, an hour and a half. <laughs> All right, I wasn't in line for that long, but it just seemed like it. But the concept of coupons actually intrigued me. So you know what I did? That's right. I did some research so you didn't have to. Although most of you are probably professional couponers, but do you know the history of coupons and how they all started? Huh? Do you? Well then, you know what's next. Here we go. The history of coupons. <laughs> My snail mail mailbox, if you still get snail mail, it's stuffed each week with those newspapery kind of coupon flyers. And now my email inbox is also stuffed with those things. But what evil person uh, started all this? Uh, just whose uh, bright idea was this? Well, you have uh, Coca-Cola to thank for the coupons invention. Yep, Coke. You have to go all the way back to the beginning of 1887 to find a time that Coca-Cola was irrelevant. However, with the work of uh, John Pemberton and an Atlanta businessman, the drink was about to become world famous. You see, John Pemberton created and named the drink Coca-Cola. He had accidentally added some carbonated water to the uh, syrupy stuff and thought it tasted pretty good. He ultimately decided to sell and distribute the drink. It originally got some uh, great praise in the local newspapers that described it as a delicious and refreshing beverage. I agree. <laughs> Sales steadily increased after Pemberton's local marketing attempts, but he needed help financing and growing the company. That's when he added some investors to the company. Well, one of those investors happened to be an Atlanta businessman by the name of Asa Candler. In addition to helping finance the company, Candler launched an innovative advertising campaign that included giving away handwritten coupons to the public that could then be redeemed for a complimentary glass of Coke. Now, while most of the coupons were handed out on the streets of Atlanta, some were even sent through the mail and put in magazines. The goal was to get people to try the product. Good news for Asa, the campaign was hugely successful. In the period between 1894 and 1913, it's estimated that one out of every nine Americans had received a free Coke. That meant 8.5 million free drinks had been distributed to the public. Candler eventually purchased the Coca-Cola company five years later. Turns out the coupon idea and buying Coke was a smart move. Coca-Cola was officially sold in every state in the country by 1895. Despite Coca-Cola's success with coupons at the end of the 19th century, it wasn't until 1909 that another company would take a stab at the coupons. C.W. Post is believed to be the second American company to promote the product with coupons. Post distributed a one-cent coupon for their Grape Nuts breakfast cereal. That's right, Grape Nuts has been around since 1909. And the customer response was highly successful. After companies began to understand that the value of coupons and that they weren't brand-specific to Coca-Cola, businesses across the country wanted to get involved. However, it wasn't until the Great Depression hit in the 1930s that coupons came into their own. In 1940, the first in-store coupons were distributed by big city supermarkets 
who were looking to steal the customers away from their little local mom-and-pop grocery stores. Oh, my God. The bigger stores knew that offering steep discounts would result in lost item money, but it would be regained through the number of customers buying in the store. The love of coupons continued to grow for over the next 25 years. By 1965, more than 50% of all American households were clipping coupons on a regular basis. The majority of coupons were distributed in newspapers and magazines. But alas, time brings change. While clipping is still a favorite pastime of many shoppers, the 1990s changed everything. The invention of the internet led to downloadable coupons, online coupon codes, and virtual coupons. I say never forget to check your McDonald's app for the daily deals. <laughs> Not that I've done that, but you know, they're there. <laughs> and now it's time for a break. And I, I have a, a special coupon for you here, okay? It's the buy one, get one free commercial break. <laughs> That's right. Two commercials for products that you really don't want all squeezed into the space of one. <laughs> but when we come back, we're going to talk about modern couponing. How does couponing compare to the rest of the world and how you, that's right, you can become a super couponer. Don't go away. We toast them crisp, we toast them light, you can tell by the taste. We toast them, they're a tasty treat, so good to eat. Delicious and light from toasting. Toast, toast is. And you know what? We like them. I love my toast, it's rich in chocolate tea. And for all you kids out there listening, here's a trick for you, okay? Get your mom or dad to buy you some Bosco and then mix up a glass of that chocolatey goodness iron rich milk. <laughs> and then pour it on a bowl of Post Toasties. Bam! There you go. That's a breakfast treat for you. <laughs> Sorry to all you moms and dads out there. <laughs> Kids spilling Bosco all over the counter. All right, let's see. Uh, back to the uh, 21st century. Well, you know, websites like retailmenot.com, I have not been to that one, and uh, groupon.com, they offer coupon codes that can be typed in at checkout when you're shopping at online stores. In uh, 2010, Target became the first national brand to actually allow customers to present coupons directly from their mobile phones. Later that year, the uh, TV network TLC, they started airing a uh, TV show called Extreme Couponing. And this started the uh, mini trend of fanatic couponers. <laughs> I have not seen extreme couponing, but trust me, I'm going to try and catch an episode now after this. And, and because this, uh, this TV show coincided with the end of the recession, it gave a resurgent push to the coupon culture in America. Now, with the rise of online shopping and smartphones, paperless coupons are becoming more and more popular. According to latest coupon statistics, Yes, there are coupon statistics. About 75% of all shoppers use these paperless discounts. In addition to that, just about every fast food imaginable has an app and you can download and then you get your daily deals. Like the McDonald's one. Not saying that I use that one, but like the McDonald's one. <laughs> 
But what about the rest of the world? Are coupons as big a deal anywhere else, or is it just uh, here in America? Well, my friends, the answer is no and yes. (laughs) So for starters, there simply aren't as many coupons issued by brands as there are here in the United States. Most stores in Europe do not do double coupons, so don't even try it. You'll just embarrass yourself. Also, most will not accept a competitor's store coupon. So keep the coupons in the right store. Just trying to help you out there. But the internet changed everything, and now online coupon sites are as prevalent throughout the rest of the world as they are here. So yeah, couponing has hit the rest of the world. You know, and that's all fine and dandy, but just how do you or I become a super couponer? Well, I have the answer. And for openers, let me tell you, it's a full-time commitment. You're not going to clip a few coupons on a Sunday and expect your next shopping bill to be 90% or less. 90% or less? I got to look into this. How to become a super couponer. Grab a pencil and paper and write these down because I have a list, and that means I need some list music. Number one, stack, store, and manufacture coupons. Now, there's two kinds of coupons that you should know about. Store coupons are issued by a specific retailer and can only be used at those locations. Look for the words store coupon. Manufacturer's coupons, on the other hand, are just that, coupons issued by the manufacturer and can be used at any retailer. The best scenario is using a store coupon and a manufacturer's coupon together to get an even bigger discount. This is called coupon stacking, and it can save you big at the register. Number two, find a coupon database. (laughs) Things I'm learning today. Coupons used to be easy to find, but lately print coupons are in short supply. The good news is that there are plenty of free places to look. Downloading the apps from your favorite retailers can get you access to digital coupons that you can, quote, clip onto your phone. (laughs) That's a really big clip you got to put on there. Saving you the chore of having to present a stack of paper coupons at the register. We hate stacks of coupons at the register. Another option? Well, coupon databases are websites that aggregate, that's a big word, coupons in one place. So it's easy to find deals. Search online for the words coupon database to find one you like. Number three, and this probably applies to everything in life, read the fine print. You don't want to get to the register and find out that the uh, great deal you thought you were getting is not valid or redeemable. Read the fine print on the coupon. Make sure you check the redemption requirements, like, you know, what size is appropriate for the coupon. If you find a good deal and you want to redeem multiple coupons, well, you'll need a separate one for each item you buy. There may be a limit as to how many each coupon you can use per transaction. (laughs) Fine print may apply. Number four, learn your store's coupon policy. (laughs) I'm sorry. Learn your store's coupon policy. This is important. Coupon policies vary, so look up your store's local rules. Here's what you want to pay attention to. Can you double a coupon? Some stores will let you double your coupon up to a certain threshold. That means if you have a 50 cent coupon, the store will take a dollar off. (laughs) Do you need to join the store's loyalty program? You may need to create a loyalty program account with the store to scan your rewards card in order to claim some coupons. Take that, Bath and Body Works. (laughs) Number five, make a shopping list. (laughs) Makes sense. Maintaining a shopping list will make coupon easier. 
Know which products you plan to buy at the store so you can find coupons that match the things on your list. Downloading a shopping list app can keep you organized and can make hunting for coupons easier. An app like AnyList allows you to create shareable grocery <laughs> lists that you or other families can edit. It organizes your list based on categories like dairy, pasta, produce, etc., etc., so you can navigate the aisles. <laughs> If my wife had the shopping list, I would just keep editing and adding little smokies. <laughs> I thought I deleted that. I just added again, little smokies. <laughs> Was that too much information? <laughs> Number six, don't be brand loyal. One of the nice things about using coupons is that almost everything you buy is name brand. On the downside, the brand that goes on sale most often or that has the best coupons might not always be the brand you prefer. <laughs> Number seven, create a stockpile. <laughs> when you find a good sale, buy a few of the items if you know you're going to use them all before they expire. Items that are particularly good for stockpiling are non-perishable goods like canned goods or, oh, uh, toilet paper. Didn't we do all that in 2020? Number eight, use coupons strategically. <laughs> There is strategy to couponing, apparently. Don't use coupons solely because you find them. Sometimes a sale-priced item with no coupon is cheaper than a full-price item with a coupon. <laughs> oh, man, there's math involved, too. If you find the coupon first, hold on to it until you find a sale to combine it with. But pay attention to the expiration date, or you may wait too long to use it. Oh, my. I know. <laughs> Number nine. Start with 10 coupons, okay? Start small. Browse your store's ad and picking 10 items that are on sale. Then pair the coupons with these items. Okay, makes sense. Finally, head to the store. You know, take the small win. Say to yourself, I got 10 items and I used all my coupons and I saw that the store didn't treat me horribly and they took everything and I saw how much I saved. <laughs> Say it just like that, okay? <laughs> and lastly, number 10, Track your savings. Track your results to see if the amount you're saving is worth the effort. Some coupon experts have created spreadsheets for you to download. Search for, quote, coupon savings spreadsheet and find an option that works best for you. <laughs> so there you go. You are now a fully licensed super couponer. You're welcome. But there are a few things to be aware of. One, uh, you're going to uh, stockpile a lot of stuff and your house is going to be filled to the roof of products. You'll become a slave to coupons. Imagine waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat when you've realized to your horror that you didn't use a coupon. It's double coupon day. No! And scene. <laughs> You'll spend hours at the stores, way more hours than the average shopper. And when the time comes to check out, you'll become very unpopular because everything has to be checked out in the right order to get the maximum discount. And most likely, I will be the one behind you in line while you check things off your stupid yellow legal pad. <laughs> Sorry, I got all worked up there. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's time to go. What do you think? <laughs> but first, what have we learned? Well, we learned that if you like coupons, you can thank Coca-Cola. <laughs> We learned that the internet ruined the paper coupon monopoly. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know for sure. 
And we learned that I need to remember that in just 13 months, it's leap year. (laughs) That's going to do it for episode 110. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. I appreciate it as always. And don't forget, email me. It doesn't hurt. It's free. All right. And I will talk to you next time on 20 Minutes. You'll never get back. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hi, it's me again, Doug. I want to take up a couple more seconds of your time just to remind you, if you want to stay informed of when uh, the next podcast is posted, all you need to do is sign up at uh, on that Instagram machine. It's at uh, 20MYNGB, 20MYNGB, and that means 20 minutes you'll never get back. Uh, if you sign up there, you'll uh, always see when the next podcast is uploaded. And if you want to leave some comments, by all means, please do go to the uh, website at 20minutespodcast.com. So it's 20minutespodcast.com. And uh, you can uh, leave your comments there. It also tells you how you can be an announcer for the show. So take take a look at those two things if you'd like and stay informed. And I'll, as always, thank you very much for listening to uh, 20 Minutes. You'll never get back. Bye-bye. <laughs>